0: Hello, everyone. This is the Teaching Service Commission Radio Teaching Program in collaboration with the Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education. My name is Elsie Mae Melanie Buckle, and I am your radio teacher for Maths Lower Primary, grades 1 to 3. Maths lessons will be broadcast every Tuesday from 10 to 11 a.m., And Friday from 11 to 12 p.m. Here with me today are Anna Jones and Winifred Sama. How are you feeling today? Are you ready to learn more about the magical world of numbers? Hello! Yes, I am ready. Today, we will continue our week-long review of numbers from 1 to 10. Like each lesson, we'll do five activities. Our first activity will be a mindful moment to get our brains settled and ready to learn. Our second activity will be a number warm-up to practice our counting skills. Our third activity will be a number workout. Today, we will continue our review of numbers from 1 to 10. Our fourth activity will be a brain break to rest and reset ourselves. Our fifth activity will be a surprise this week. We will conclude with some homework. For today's class, you need a notebook, a pencil, and your counters. If possible, take more than 10 counters. You can also draw dots on your paper if you do not have counters when you draw quantities from problems. If you have a partner that can sit with you and help you during the lesson, please call him now. Don't worry if you don't have anyone, you will still be able to do all of the exercises. Please gather the materials you need. As a reminder, This lesson is designed for students in lower primary, so depending on your age, some exercises may seem too difficult or too easy, but don't worry, it's normal. Do your best and be there for all of the radio lessons. It is essential for you to progress. Okay, let's get started. I am so happy to be speaking with you again today. Isn't learning on the radio fun? Today, I am going to give you a little quiz. Do you remember what a germ is? Yes,
1: a germ is a living thing that exists everywhere. Some can be good, but the bad ones can make us
0: very sick. Very good. You really are learning. Germs can live anywhere in the world. And when they get inside our bodies, our bodies will either fight them or we will become sick. Right now, the COVID-19 germ is making many people sick in the world, including our fellow people here in Sierra Leone. Do you remember how we make sure germs do not live on our hands? yes
2: by washing our hands for 20 seconds with soap
0: and water many times a day good a safe touch is one that makes us feel good comfortable or like we have a friend an unsafe touch is one that is meant to hurt us however sometimes a safe touch can actually hurt especially right now during the coronavirus it is best we avoid all forms of touching right now to keep ourselves safe even if they are safe touches there are other safe touches that can actually hurt such as going to the doctor and receiving an injection even though this is painful It is meant to make you healthy. Can you think of another safe touch that might be painful? Hmm.
1: When I get a cut and my mother cleans it out, even though it's hot, my mother is trying to make
0: me healthy. Exactly. Even though most safe touches make you feel happy, good, and comfortable, sometimes we experience times like getting a cut cleaned that's unnecessary and safe even though they are painful do you understand yes most safe
2: churches make us feel like we are friends however if a doctor has to give me a shoot on clean a cut those Things are safe, even though they might
0: be painful. Exactly. Very good. Do you remember what an unsafe touch is?
1: Yes. An unsafe touch is any sort of touch that can make me feel uncomfortable, scared or sad. When someone hits me or hurts me, That is an unsafe touch. If this happens, we should tell an adult that we trust.
0: Exactly. You are really learning how to be brave. It's time for a mindful moment to slow down and calm our minds and to get ready to learn. Today, we will do a sound focus exercise. Are you ready? First, I want you to sit up straight, relax your shoulders, and close your eyes. We are going to take two deep breaths together to start. I want you to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let's do it together. Breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth. Breathing deeply through your nose and out through your mouth. Great job! I am now going to make a sound. I want you to listen to the sound for as long as you can. Focus on the sound while you breathe. When you cannot hear the sound
2: any longer, slowly, gently open your eyes.
0: do this one more time. I want you to listen to the sound for as long as you can. Focus on the sound while you breathe.
1: When you cannot hear the sound
0: any longer, slowly,
1: gently open your eyes.
0: I hope you feel calmer and ready to learn. Let's begin our number warm up. Today, we'll warm up our brains with some counting backward from 10 to 0. Do you remember what countdown down means? It
2: means counting from the higher number to the smaller number.
0: Exactly. Show me how you count backwards from ten to zero. Ten, nine,
1: eight.
0: To count backwards and make movements at the same time. For the first movement, we will raise one arm on the side ten times. Are you ready? Go! Ten,
1: nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Three,
0: two, one, zero. Excellent work. Now, for the second movement, we will do the same with the other arm. Ready? Go. Raise the other arm on the side and count backwards. Ten, nine
1: eight seven.
0: For the third movement, raise your head to the ceiling and look up ten times, counting up each time. Seven
1: nine eight seven six five four three two.
0: One, zero. Great. Finally, we're going to count backwards and jump on the spot each time. Ready, go. Ten, nine. great job warming up your brain. Now we are going to start our number workout. Do you have your pencil and paper ready? Yes. Do you have your counters? Yes.
1: We have at least 10 counters with us. We are ready.
0: Okay. Let's get started. Today we will continue our review of numbers from 1 to 10 with new problems and exercises. Here is the first one. Claudia has eight dresses. She has three floral dresses, two red dresses, and the others are blue. How many blue dresses does she have? I repeat, Claudia has eight dresses. She has three floral dresses, two red dresses, and the others are blue. How many blue dresses does she have? I'll let you think about it. understand this problem. I understood that Claudia
1: has a total of eight dresses and that there are three different kinds. There are floral, red or blue dresses. We have to find out how many
0: blue dresses she has. Indeed, you rephrased the statement well. How can you find it now? I
1: take my counters and pack them by the type of dress. I have three floral dresses. So I take three counters and put them on one side of my sheet. One, two, three counters. Then I know I have two red dresses. I take two counters and put them in another pile in another place of my
0: sheet. Well, at home, you can do the same. A pile of three counters and a pile of two counters. Now, I have to find
1: the number of blue dresses. In total, I must have eight dresses. And for the moment, I have, let's count together the number of counters we have in our two packs. One, two, three, then four, and five. We have five. Let's add counters in a new pile until we have eight counters in total. I take one more. Now I have six. One more, I have seven. And one more, I have eight. So how many did you add? I added three. So there must be three blue dresses. Can you check that? Yes, I'll do the calculation and check if it works. Three floral dresses plus two red dresses. Plus 3 blue dresses. That makes 3 plus 2 plus 3. That's 3. Then 4, 5, then 6, 7, and 8. I find eight. 3
0: plus 2 plus 3 equals 8. Nice resolution. These calculations are more difficult because... As you can see, there are three numbers. And you, Winifred, how did
2: you do it? I calculated directly with the numbers I had. I know that three floral dresses plus two red dresses plus something gives eight dresses. That is three plus two plus question mark equals eight i am looking for the question mark
0: good go on
2: three plus two equals five then i look
0: for how much is missing to go from five to eight how can you find out how many are missing from five to eight without doing what we did with hannah Um, I think I can use
2: subtraction. I take off five dresses to eight. The total, and like that, I will find out
0: how many blue dresses are left. Exactly. Let's do eight minus five, counting backwards all together. Eight, then seven...
1: Six, five, four, and three. Eight minus five makes three.
2: So, the number to complete from five to eight dresses is three. This means that three plus two plus three equals eight. Claudia has
0: three blue dresses. Great job. You really seem more and more at ease with that kind of problems. Now, who can tell me what kind of dresses Claudia wears the least? The floral ones, the red ones, or the blue ones? I repeat, who can tell me which kind of dresses Claudia wears the least? The floral one, The red one or
1: the blue one? I use my counters again. It's easier. I am looking for which pile of counters is the smallest. I have a pile of three counters. A pile of two and a pile of three. The one of two is smallest. So, I think the dresses Claudia wears the least are the red ones.
0: I agree. Two is smaller than three. Good. What kind of dresses does Claudia have the most?
2: many floral dresses as blue dresses since she has three of each moreover three is bigger than two the dresses that claudia has the most are the floral dresses and the blue dresses
0: good absolutely how are the blue dresses and the floral dresses in quantity There are just as
1: many. They are said to be equal. Exactly.
0: They are equal. Three equal three. That's it for this problem. You've been good. Now we're going to play a little game. I'm going to give you some problem statements. And you will just tell me if the easiest method to resolve it is to use addition or subtraction. I'm going to give you some problem statements and you will tell me if the easiest method to resolve it is to use addition or subtraction. Nothing more. You don't have to look for the result. Here's the first one luke eats two of his sister's five sweets how many sweets does his sister have left luke eats two of his sister's five sweets how many sweets does his sister have left
1: sweet that means his sister loses some she has less sweets than before
0: which operation corresponds to losing something or having less its subtraction exactly here the simplest and quickest way would be to use subtraction to find the answer second question Among the ten utensils in Sarah's kitchen, five are knives, and the others are spoons. How many spoons are there in her kitchen? Among the ten utensils in Sarah's kitchen, five are knives, and the others are spoons. How many spoons are there in her kitchen?
2: I think we can still use subtraction, 10 utensils in total minus The five knives, that
0: will give us the number of spoons. Absolutely, it works. Did you find the same, Hannah?
1: No, I think I prefer to use addition for this problem. Five knives plus some spoons make ten. Five plus something equals ten. Then I count that something using addition. You're right.
0: That works too. Maybe it's just slower than subtraction. Come on, last one. During snack time, Alex and his friends eat five apples and then three bananas. How many fruits did they eat? I repeat, during snack time, Alex and his friends eat five apples and three bananas. How many fruits did they eat? Mm-hmm.
1: of removing and therefore of subtraction yes but
2: here we want to know the total they ate the total of several quantities so i think we have to add the quantities we have to add the apples and bananas to add the total amount of fruits eating new snack time
1: Ha! Yes! You are right! So it's definitely an addition here.
0: Exactly! Congrats, dear students! You are progressing at a glance. You've been working so hard during our number workout. Let's give our brains a break. We're going to do a five-second shakedown. We start by shaking our right hand five times, then we shake our left hand five times, then we shake our right foot five times, then our left foot five times. After
1: we do that, then we go back to our right hand. This time, shaking it four times. Then we keep going until we shake each limb one time. When we finish shaking one time, we say five seconds shake down. Everyone, stand up. Get your body ready to
0: shake. Ready, go. Right hand, five, four, three, two, one. Left hand, five, four, three, two, one. Right foot, five, four, three, two, one. Left foot, five, four, three,
1: two, one. Right hand, four, three, two, one. Left hand, four, three, two, one. Right foot, four, three, two one left foot four three two one
2: right hand three two one left hand three two one right foot three two one left foot
1: three two one right hand two one Left hand two one. Right foot two one. Left foot two one. Right and one.
2: Left and one. Right foot one. Left
0: foot one. Five seconds shake down. Okay. Wasn't it nice to move your body for a bit? I hope you'll be able to pay attention to our next part, the continuation of our week's story tale. Indeed, it is now time for our story. I hope you are eager to hear the continuation of the story of Simon and Caroline. Who can remind me what happened last session Listeners, tell your partner what happened in the story during the last lesson.
1: Simon is a squire. He went for a walk as usual close to a palace. But one day, he saw Caroline and wanted to play with her. The problem is that Caroline is a circle. So she doesn't care about Simon, who is a squire. She was even scared of him when she saw him and ran away, which made Simon very sad. Simon wants to find a solution
2: to please her and he decides to change his
0: shape. What a good memory. I'm going to resume reading from where I left off in our last lesson. Like our last lesson, put yourself in a comfortable position and get ready to listen to what is going on. If you want, you can also draw at the same time. If I want her to accept me to play with her in the palace, I have to change. I have to become a round person too. A circle. Like this, she will look at me and realize that I am kind, circular, perfect. I will change for her. I will become a circle. He says, determined to become her friend. Simon had an idea. I'm going to roll and roll again until my angles become rounded, flattened, and then disappear to become a perfect disc. He looked in the direction of the trapeze hill and thought he might just take off from there. At the top of the trapeze hill, there was a lot of wind. Simon wasn't very proud. What a height, he thought. I hope that I won't hurt myself while I'm rolling. In any case, I would do anything to become round so that Caroline would become my friend. He took a deep breath, counted to three, and bravely sprang forward, knees bent, firmly held by his arms. To you! When he landed on the ground, he was surprised to find that he wasn't rolling. He slid down the whole hill on his behind. As he descended, he gained speed, but fortunately, he didn't hit anything in his path. After a few minutes, he arrived at the bottom of the hill, still sliding in a straight line on his back. Here I am, he said to himself, frankly disappointed. I will have to find another solution to change shape. It's true that spinning a square is not easy. I will have to deform myself a little to make it easier to roll. How do I do that? That's all for today. I'll resume on Tuesday the reading of the adventures of Simon the square before concluding tell me what method did simon use today to try to become a circle simon
1: launches himself from the top of the hill he hopes that he will roll and in doing so removes his angle to
0: become a circle exactly and did it work
2: Not really.
0: As he's a squire,
2: he doesn't roll at all. He just slides on
0: one of his sides. That's right. And what shape does he have at the end of the slide? He's the
1: same, a squire. He is very disappointed.
0: Congrats. You've kept up. So, next lesson. We'll know if Simon will be able to find a better way to become a circle and flatten his angles. Well, that's it for our lesson today. Great work growing your brain. Thank you. Yes, that was fun. Before concluding, let's correct the homework from the previous lesson. Take the sheet of paper where you did your homework. You had to do two calculations and then say which of the two results is the biggest.
1: The first calculation was 3 plus 7. So I counted from 3 to add 7. 3, then 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 and 10. I think 3 plus 7 makes 10. 3 plus 7 equals 10.
2: I agree. The second calculation was 9 minus 2. I started from 9 and counted backwards to remove 2. 9, then 8, and 7. I think 9 minus 2 is 7.
0: 9 minus 2 is equal to 7. Great! And now, which result is the biggest? Between 10 and 7,
1: the biggest is 10. If I have 10 sweets, I have more than if I have 7 sweets. Yes! 10 is greater than 7.
0: Excellent! For the next lesson, We will do the same exercise again, but a little more complicated. Here it is. Be ready to take some notes. Which quantity is the biggest? Five sweets plus four sweets or one sweet plus nine sweets? I repeat, which quantity is the biggest? Five sweets plus four sweets, or one sweets plus nine sweets. It was a great time with you all. Thanks for your work and your attention. Tune in next time as we continue to explore additions and subtractions. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.